money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Woohoo! We're actually talking money and prayer. prayer yes. And uh, if you joined us last week, you would have seen that the the theme, the new theme after a summer of, okay, taking off, relaxing, spending more money than we ever thought we would, you know, just <laughs> kind of going right off the rails. And not everyone goes off the rails. Oh. They're every, we're learning. Oh, we're I, learning. I was just talking about us. Oh, we haven't gone <laughs> off the rails. No, that's true. Way to go. I know. Way to go. So, so can I go back to yes, my, go you know... Interrupted soliloquy of yes, how, yes. okay, go so we're on. talking about prayer, um, continuing the theme of prayer as we go forward. So a little bit of housekeeping before we jump right in, but I thought we, we want, I'm so excited about the guests and the stories that mm-hmm. we are going to have over the next number of weeks slash months or mm-hmm. so. We'll see how long this prayer theme lasts, but so excited about the stories. And uh, and yeah, so housekeeping, if you need to hear more podcasts, if you didn't hear last week's podcast, morethanenough.ca, just click on the radio link uh, right at the top of the page and you'll see all the podcasts there. If Excuse me. If you have uh, a podcasting platform that you want to listen to or you do listen to, then for sure we're on just about everyone now. We're on Spotify, TuneIn, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Play, all of them. If there is a rating, feel free to rate us. That really helps our rating. (laughs) Um, And we want to get to the top of the financial podcasting world because we want to give God glory. And and that's Mm. some of the theme we're talking about when we talk about prayer. It's just an opportunity for us to give God the glory. So you rate us, we get to the top, and that would be awesome. So I just want to also add a comment, um, excuse me, that our prayer team has sponsored the shows Mm -hmm. for... Uh, September and October. And if you didn't know, yes, we have a team of people who pray. Um, They don't sit at our office and pray. They can sit at home, but we have a prayer team. And if you want prayer, um, specifically, this is the focus for September and October, that you can email us or call us and we're happy to pray with you and for you. And Mm -hmm. uh, just so you know that we're listening and you're not alone. So so the email's really easy. It's prayer at more than enough.ca. So that's pretty simple. The the office number is 613-520-4157. Of course you can go to the more than enough more than enough.ca and get all of that info right. as well. So Good. there you go. Housekeeping all done. Yeah. Pray, pray, pray. All right. So I think there's a song about that. Yeah, well, there's lots of songs. <laughs> anyway, so this morning we actually I'm going to introduce Doug right off the bat because I'm going to get him to um, maybe mention the scripture this morning. Mm-hmm. So we have Doug Sprint, who some of you may remember from the past. He was sharing with us this morning his history mm-hmm. at CHRI, um, and he's going to be sharing some of his story this morning. Welcome here. Thank you. Good morning. It's Welcome, good to be here. Doug. It's Very great. Good. I. So, so for those people that are local to the Ottawa. 
Ottawa area because, of course, we are in the Ottawa area. Doug is like a, an icon because <laughs> if you were a real Christian, you went to Salem Storehouse right. to get you know closer to God. And, right. and Doug was the guy who greeted you at, with a smile. And Have you had, ever been called an, an icon? icon? Uh, I think icons are dead. I know, I, yeah. I, okay. I, anyway, it's good. I, I can handle it. Yeah. So there you go. So, so if you are local to the area, you'll be like, oh, wow, that's great. Doug is with us this morning, and you're going to share a little bit about how prayer and you're going to tell us a little bit of the story and all that and yeah but you shared this morning because i always give the opportunity to our guests if there's some scripture on on your heart and Mm -hmm. you have some scripture on your heart this morning that i thought you could share with us sure so on the way in i was listening to psalm 34 shane and shane brooklyn tab and and just uh (laughs) had the cd blaring well cd it was my phone blaring and the scripture it's based out of that just stood out so clearly for this morning was, Fear the Lord, you saints, for those who fear him lack nothing. Those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Mm. And I thought that is so appropriate for mm. us talking about finances and the fears that so many of us have that we're going to be without. Then, mm-hmm. you know, fear the Lord, love him is really what that means. It's not a terrorizing fear, but it's a loving him. You won't lack anything. And that's from Psalm 34. Psalm 34. So if mm-hmm. you want to take a look at that later. Um, because the, the the verses even before, that, those are verses 10 and 11, but the verses before it say, taste and see yeah. that the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. And I, I think one of the themes that I, I want to talk about this month and next month is that the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. And there's so many voices out there that tell us he's not. Mm-hmm. And we need to get realign our narrative uh, someone was talking to me mm-hmm. about that and i just i love that that what's what narrative are we living according to mm-hmm. what what are we believing mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the lord and our discussion this week and next with you is going to be a bit about how we do that mm-hmm. but um so i guess just to start because you're going to be with us for two weeks we want to hear the story and the and maybe some of the prayer pieces that happened with your story of what happened with Salem sure, and your journey sure. there, can you tell us a little bit? Sure. How, when did you start Salem? Like, how yeah. did that begin? So, Salem started with, uh, when I first heard about it, I thought it was the craziest, most stupid thing I've ever heard of in my life. I was working at a little bookstore, Christian bookstore on Bank Street, and I was happy to be there. And then this person came along and thought, maybe we should start another one. I was like, no, that is the stupidest idea. Mm-hmm. A year later, there I am managing it. So, <laughs> I love stupid ideas, and <laughs> it just wouldn't go away that I was supposed to be involved in it. And Did when, you think it was stupid because, okay, oh, we already have a bookstore yeah, in Ottawa, book and we don't have enough. We had yeah. no money to start this thing. We had a bunch of harebrained ideas and you know it was just a mm. yeah it was crazy and what year was that that was 1982 wow. um at 1981 actually when we started um because 1982 we were actually officially opening our store in may 1st and my wife was in labor with our first child and we were celebrating our first anniversary oh. so it was like <laughs> well let's just do it all in one day you know no mm. our daughter delayed a couple days so she came nine days later so we didn't actually have a baby while we we're opening the store at the same time and celebrating our anniversary. 
But uh, that's how we started. And looking back, it's like, what a crazy ride. And mm. Wow. Yeah. That's when interest rates were 16 and three quarter percent. Mm-hmm. Oh. Remember those days? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was just thinking oh, 1982. Yeah, I was in grade seven. In- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was sweating it out thinking 16 and three quarter percent mortgage oh, rate on our man. home and just yeah. crazy. The economy is crazy. But we started off in those days and was constantly a matter of uh, just trusting God. You know, and we grew and grew step by step by step. And um, I remember the weirdest day for me was actually when we made a profit. Because what do we do now? Right. Isn't that kind of weird? Like you you aim to make a profit. And then when we did, it's like, I don't know what to do. And so from then on, we pay taxes. That's yeah, what exactly. You do. <laughs> wow, what is this? Sorry to bring yeah, you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we expanded, and every step of the way, we just kept expanding. But it's when we actually hit the decline, mm-hmm. when you know, music people weren't buying it in the store anymore, and they were buying books online and from Amazon and yep. distributors, and not reading, you know, the way we used to. It's like, what happened? So. It, that was when the real change really hit us. Like, we have no solution to this. Mm-hmm. There's no plan. What yeah. do we do? There's no backup. We're not going to sell lawn furniture, you know, with yeah. a Bible right. or, or, or a bookstore. Or, or, book right? yeah. or bring in groceries. Like, exactly. a lot of grocery stores bring in yeah. clothing. Like, yeah. you weren't. I mean, there's only so much you're going to buy. Yeah. So, that's not going to solve the problem. So, we knew we were in a huge dilemma when we could see the market trends and, and saw the end coming. Mm-hmm. So, if we take just take a step back. So, yeah. when you were in 1982, you started it. What kind of what kind of things did you have to pray about? What did you like? You're probably really trusting if the if the interest rates are 16 and three quarter percent, and you're starting a business and yeah. you're starting a family yeah. like that sounds very stressful to it me. Was, it was. <laughs> <laughs> my wife would say to me, honey, are we going to go under? Are we going to go under? Should I sell my grandmother's diamond ring? Are we going to go under? And oh, So mm-hmm. I finally just thought, I'm just not going to tell her how we're doing because some days were terrible. Mm-hmm. Really? You know, we we trusted God and and we thought it was just going to go well. And some days, I remember we, at that point, we started off in Westboro and I just rode my bike down to the uh, Ottawa River and just sat there in despair and thought, mm-hmm. you've led us to death. Like we're not going to make it, and somehow we made it. I, I can't tell you. We had no amazing skill or technique. It was simple: do this, do this, do this, go here. And so it was like taking a step at a time. A step and, at a time. And how did you pray through those moments? Like, like you just said, you went down to the river. I went down to the river to pray. That's yeah, that it's song. a song, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what that's you exactly did. Exactly what I did. And so it was a kind of God. like um, John Eldridge says, "What's that? That cry, the cry, cry the, the heart, heart prayer. prayer. Help." Yeah. 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 Sometimes that's all you can do. Well, and sometimes it's even deeper. Like sometimes it's uh, some of my prayers have really been like, "Why am I going through this? Mm-hmm. Why? Do, I don't understand you." Because at that point, I thought, if I trust God and we do it your way, it's going to go well. It's going to be easy. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It was hard. And I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. No. You know? But it was a time I look back and think, ooh, that was preparation for some of the harder times. Those were the easy days. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then we got harder and really able to trust God. So, because I'm just thinking of the people that are listening and the people that we get in at our office, Dave, that... Um, you know, we hear one message from even Christian culture that says, well, if you trust God, there's going to be prosperity. Mm-hmm. And we use that word, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, I guess we have to define all of those words. But, you know, if you trust God, yeah, in the end, it'll be good. But in the moment, we're tasting and seeing that God is good. And how do we get from those moments of despair and cry mm-hmm. of the heart to understanding that he is good and has our best, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. when we don't see the result we want? Like, the, I, these are big questions for me because mm-hmm. people, we're struggling. In our economy, this is a struggle. And why, and maybe, you know, we always say, we're not necessarily coming with answers for people. We're here to discuss and see how God would lead us. But, you know, he is good, even when we don't see the answer we're Mm -hmm. expecting. Mm -hmm. Well, and and I'm always reminded, I mean, there's two, two kind of characters in scripture that when, when that I go to when I'm sitting at the river crying my heart out, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, the one scene is where David has been chased around by Saul over a period of time, and that's got to be a little confusing for him, seeing as he was anointed king, and yeah. yet here he is, you know, essentially with his band of ragamuffins running around, you know, being in the Philistine, you know, all of that stuff that is David's pre- and kind of Saul is chasing him, and uh, they have established their little community, and then they get attacked, and everybody gets carried away, like all the women and children and older people that were there get carried away, and there's David, you know, going, oh my, this wasn't like we went and attacked, we were out <laughs> doing what we thought God wanted us to do, mm-hmm. and here the entire community has been taken away, and my men are going to stone me, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they're ticked with me and Mm -hmm. and to go okay there's some despair there Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's some what is going on god Mm -hmm. like could you not even protect our families while we were away like Mm -hmm. could you not have even done that and then to see him you know the two things that that say in in the scripture david strengthened himself in the lord number one and then he went and he he inquired of the lord and said what do I do next, right? So no knee-jerk reaction. He went and prayed. Mm-hmm. You know, he went and asked the Lord and said, okay, Lord, like, do we go out and chase after and, and kind of do this or what do we do, you know? And, and those are, that's hard. Yeah. Like, that is hard. And the other number two is just Christ's life. I mean, we don't know a whole lot about the first 30 years, but we certainly know the last three years when we see him in ministry no place to put his head. Um, like there's a whole bunch of things that we just, in a sense, take for granted that, oh, Jesus was just walking along. Like, did he buy shoes? Did yeah. he get blisters on his yeah. feet? Did he, was he tired and sore from being around Sweaty. people all day? Ugh. Like, like you, you kind of go, wait a minute, you're, you know. I know, it's uh, hot Yeah, there. <laughs> yes. it's, it's Dry. It's dry. Yeah, sometimes I, I kind of humanize the, or try to imagine the, the 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 natural part of Christ's every day mm-hmm. and saying, you know, yes, he goes to the temple and, and oh, you know, he just sits there and people feed him grapes and, and he teaches. Well, I know what I feel like after a little bit of teaching and how wore out and, and tired mm-hmm. out I am. Mm-hmm. And then to go, oh, I don't have a place to actually yeah. go as my home place, a place to go escape to. I mean, Obviously, Jesus did. But, find but a what place. he did, he did with the Lord. He went up to the mountain, mm-hmm. and he prayed and mm-hmm. spent. And 
I, you beat me to the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> okay, punch sorry. Away. I'm okay. sorry. Where did he go? He yeah. went to pray, right? He yeah. went to the Father, right? And right. so in the midst of all, of, you know, even those two scenes, but in our own stuff, Doug, when you're, you know, when you're launching out on a crazy idea mm-hmm. and going, okay, Lord. We can um, identify with that. What, yeah. what is this going to look like day by day? Right. And, and we don't often share those day by day stories, mm-hmm. the days where you're looking at it going, this is not what I signed up mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just thinking of Hudson Taylor. If you read Hudson Taylor's mm-hmm. letters that he wrote to his sister there, we, we kind of like put him on a pedestal, maybe as a, you know, a, a missionary to emulate, but there's some discouraging stuff in there. And mm-hmm. he went, he lost family. He lost he lost friends. He he'd have missionaries who'd come over, and they only were doing it for glory. And and then they'd soon go back. And you know he has a crazy story too, but he he did it for the love of Christ. Right. And right. why? What kept you going in those yeah. days? I think back, and I I would say that it was probably people. Uh, and and a combination of that and the Holy Spirit just giving me the giving us the right thing at the right time, but sometimes people would come by or uh, like when we needed a place we had no place to go to our lease was going to expire the end of August the first of August we had for no place to go store? to for the store, store okay. yeah and this guy came by and he said would you be interested in subleasing a store with me on Clyde Avenue yes we would be. <laughs> I mean, whoever thinks of stuff like that, but creative ideas. And so that's how we moved from Westboro to Clyde Avenue. And then the next place we moved to, it was some of my partners hated where we were on Maryville Road. But God just gave me a picture and I knew it was the right place. Wow. And we waited and prayed and I poured my heart out to God and said, Lord, if this isn't you, I surrender it all to you. And the next day it was like, yeah, this is where we're to go. So... Sometimes it was people, sometimes it was prayer, sometimes it was combination. Mm-hmm. I, I love your analogy. It really is step by step. Mm-hmm. And, and, you, and no you, idea what's next. You don't really. And no that idea. that is, for anyone who's listening, if you're in your financial story and it looks really dire, this yeah. is what we're encouraging you to do in September and October especially. You know, find people to pray with. Ask the Lord about your finances. Take it to Him. Cry out. Um, but you won't have it all laid out. No. And and me, who's like a controller and a planner, um, God's really been teaching me that for a dozen years. You've got to live day by day because you you. And He teaches that you know today is enough trouble mm-hmm. of its own. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's a if we take those some of those teachings literally from His Word, you know He told them to us to equip us, right, so that we could. We could trust him day by day. Mm-hmm. But let's, I just want to transfer into, so when was the transition? What what year was that when you started to see this trend? People are buying online, they're going to Spotify, or I don't know if it existed then yet. But mm-hmm. It was about uh, 10 years ago from okay. now that we started to see the decline in sales that once were in, you know, growing and growing, all of a sudden peaked, then they started to decline. And so what do you do when sales start declining? Mm-hmm. And so uh, about six years ago, we met with our original partners and I knew that God was asking me to get out of the business. Mm-hmm. And I was able to cut 
about 100000 in expenses wow. to try to keep it going a year. And that was not my salary. Mm-hmm. That was replacing garbage bins and everything we could think of, um, cleaning our own mats, doing our own cleaning, everything we could think of. Mm-hmm. So I was able to cut back about 100000 in and, your yearly budget? And, yeah, in our yearly budget. Just as a one last stand to see if we could do this. Mm-hmm. My wife, Linda, was taking over managing it, and we had been in the store together. But on this Labor Day, it was actually six years ago, this coming weekend, on mm-hmm. um, this coming Labor Day, that we sat with our original partners and we prayed, and I said, I believe God's asking me to step out of the business. Now, because I was the president of the incorporated company of Salem Storehouse, I may or may not qualify for unemployment. Mm -hmm. I have no backup plan, Mm -hmm. not all my ducks in a row with all my RSPs that we can live off this. So I knew it was jumping out of an airplane without a parachute was Mm -hmm. the picture I had. Mm -hmm. And so we prayed. They said, this is God. And I jumped. Mm -hmm. And within half an hour, had an email inviting me into the beginning of what ministry I'm doing now. Wow. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. That. It that was crazy. Is, that's an, and that is an immediate answer. Immediate. And, and it was completely okay, unheard of. So Doug's of. holier than the rest <laughs> no, of us. You know? Doug no, prays. No, always Doug get jumps, me. I mean, yeah. your journey, this is the other part. Sometimes it's an immediate answer and other times not so immediate. Right. So what happened after that period of time, we, um, uh, we tried. We had an okay Christmas, but it just wasn't. Even with the cutbacks, we just... We couldn't compete. We just couldn't compete with the yeah. changes. And so that following spring, um, my bookkeeper at the time, she's a good friend of ours, and she inadvertently copied our second largest supplier in the springtime with the news that we had just lost another $45,000 in sales. Oops. And it was like, I looked in this email, and it was to Linda, myself. She copied herself and our second largest supplier, who with friends of ours. And I owed money to a mm-hmm. significant amount of money. And now let me just, you know, show you now that we've just lost another $45,000 mm-hmm. in sales. It's like, this is a nightmare. So I asked her, I said, what, why did you do that? And she said, I have no idea. I, I don't think I did, mm-hmm. but it's there, but I don't know how it happened. So I just waited for my suppliers to give us the call to say, you know, we're pulling the plug, you're going to go under. And at that point, we had 300000 in assets and 300000 in debt. And I knew we couldn't pay everybody off, and I knew we were going to have to, um, you know, go some form of bankruptcy and not be able to pay people what we owed them. And that was devastating because these are friends. Mm-hmm. This is an industry we've been in for 36 years, and we knew everybody. So it wasn't just, you know, the Royal Bank or something like Mm -hmm. that. This is people we know. So it was devastating. But um, can I jump ahead and just Mm kind of say Mm -hmm. what happened? So of course, by by June of that, you know, we had done it it almost a year. And by that June, then we knew that there was no way we're going to go. So I made an appointment to meet with our accountant and to shut the business down and just let it land where it landed. And um Two days before I went to go and meet with our accountant, this company that had inadvertently been copied on this email email called me to say, okay, we saw the email, we know all about it, and we want to, don't make me cry, Mm. we want to offer you to take over the business for six months. You continue to just oversee it, but we want to give you six months that you can be able to pay off all your debts. Mm-hmm. Is that not crazy? Mm-hmm. Wow. And so we're going to give you a million dollars worth of product to sell on consignment 
so that you can pay off all your debt. And we'll dictate it. We'll send you the flyers, the posters. All you have to do is keep the store running for six months. That's Mm -hmm. overwhelming. It is overwhelming. So I, I mean, it still moves me because it reminded me of what Jesus did. I have Mm -hmm. to receive this gift I don't deserve. Yeah. And I literally thought, I don't deserve this. We're friends, but I don't deserve you doing this for me. Mm-hmm. So they literally did that. And that began the process of us being able to pay off, fast forwarding, being able to pay off all but about nine or $10,000 worth of debt. Mm-hmm. Some of that I was able to negotiate. I went to one supplier and I specifically said, I cannot pay the last $4,000. They said, you've paid us $105,000 of debt. We forgive you. And I made sure we forgive you. Mm-hmm. And another one was $2,000. We forgive you. The only person that got stuck with debt was me because I still owed money on hydro. So we were able to pay everybody else off. I'm losing the business and I'm going to have to pay. Mm-hmm. So a week mm-hmm. before we close the store down, I get invited to something called Solely Business in Atlanta. I'm sitting there in this quiet time talking to God, just saying, I don't get it. You've paid off $300,000 in debt, (laughs) and I'm stuck with debt as we close this store. Mm -hmm. And God said to me two things. He said, what part of being crucified with me did you think wouldn't hurt? Mm -hmm. And the second thing is, if this costs you money, is it okay with you, with what I'm doing in your life? And at that point, I said, Lord, it's all yours. Mm -hmm. It's not costing me, it's costing you. And I realized for the first time in my life, I'm free from it's not mine, it's yours. And from that time on, I mean, again, fast forwarding, we then closed the store the next week and we still had this money owed. It was a blizzard, one-way ministries helped us close, CHRI was there. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful time of worship. We literally all joined together mm-hmm. and we sang, he gives, he takes away, blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And just as we're wrapping up, 15 minutes left of the store being open, a woman walks in out of the cold, out of the blizzard, February 14th, snowstorm, hood over her head, and she said, I'd like to donate $1,700 to the store. And then she walks out. Never saw her, don't have any idea who she is. Paid by Visa. If it's an angel, they have Visa cards. I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) And we stole that same bookkeeper. And that night she went and she figured out every cent we owed. And with 15 minutes left, God canceled the debt. There was nothing owed with Mm. 15 minutes left. That's how Salem wound up. Which just led me to say, I can totally trust you. Mm. Those who Mm -hmm. fear the Lord will not lack anything. Mm -hmm. So although he took what was most precious to me, the store, my identity, Mm -hmm. he paid off all the debt. And I'd say the last five years have been the most productive, wonderful, fruitful years of my life. Mm -hmm. So who but God can do that? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. I'm just, I'm... I've just been crying, so yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, me gonna... too. I still cry. <laughs> well, how would I pray now? <laughs> I'm going to just do that. Lord, we want to give you glory and Amen. honor. And just just again, hearing the story, and, and this is one of literally millions and millions of ways that you come down from heaven mm-hmm. and touch us and that you draw us literally back mm-hmm. up into the heavenlies with yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. 
Lord, again, we, we, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the, the, the word of our testimony. And this morning with Doug, that it has the power to overcome the enemy. Who but you, Lord? Who but you can do something like that? Where, and so, Lord, we just, we just mm-hmm. praise you this morning. We thank you and we praise you for how you're at work. And, and not only in our own lives, but in the lives of so many people here on earth. And so, Lord, we just once again, as Doug said, we come before you and we just say, Lord, um, not your will, not not my money, not not my expense, mm-hmm. but yours. Mm-hmm. And, and take all of our stress, take all of our questions, and Lord, we just surrender them all to you. And so we do that this morning, and we thank you for it in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Okay, well, I don't know how to wrap up a, a story I- like that except to say that Doug's coming back with with part two. <laughs> two part two of, of the uh, he just had left us uh, a cliffhanger. Like the last five Perfect. years have been the most productive, so we're going to find out what he's been doing the last five years. But um, we do want to encourage you to call or email prayer at more than enough ca um, with your prayer requests, with your helps, with your cry of the heart, and um, we encourage you to draw near the Lord with your questions. Mm-hmm. regarding your finances because mm-hmm. it's about your heart and your relationship mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. as we say so often on the show mm-hmm. all right well and i guess this is where i say join us next week when we talk money let's talk money is a division of more than enough financial fitness where god is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow for more information or to comment on today's show please visit more than enough.ca